decided to take our time to look at the uh, Ontario Reigns failure because it just made us sad. But we're finally going to talk about it. And we're going to take a look at Men's Worlds, which are in action featuring some Kings and Reign players. Uh, all of that and more on today's episode of Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everyone, happy Monday and happy uh, Let's Talk About the Kings Day. You're listening to Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. We'll talk a little bit more about Bet Online later in today's show, uh, but of course, it is Mini Kings Monday, and we're going to check back in on the Ontario Reign after their uh, very disappointing loss to the Colorado Eagles in the playoffs, ending their season and really ending uh, the hopes of any Kings player to accomplish anything in the postseason this year. Uh, We're going to take a look back at how that series went and how it went so poorly. Uh, And then we're going to check in on men's worlds because, uh, you know, whenever I said, oh, darn, we sure don't have any players to follow along with this year, I kind of didn't expect the rain to get bumped out so quickly. Uh, So there are some Kings slash rain players over uh, playing for their countries, and we'll talk about them today, and, you know, whatever else comes up. And so we have our uh, usual friend of the show, Mini Kings Monday uh, guest extraordinaire. We've got Jay here to talk about uh, the Kings and the rain and whatever comes up, and we'll just start with the rain. Um, how did they blow it this badly? Man, you know, I have been thinking about this question for some time now um i do wish that we could have used our psychic powers for good and not evil um obviously last we didn't do last mini king monday but the week before that we did talk about how if they're not careful they're gonna lose to colorado and they sure did do that but like i don't i don't know is is my not very helpful answer. Like mm-hmm. I, I, the goaltending wasn't very good, um, which is not necessarily Matt Valalta's fault. Uh, I don't recall exactly when he ended up getting called up to the Kings for precautionary reasons, but I'm pretty sure Garrett Sparks was in net for the for at least one game. Which, first of all, why? <laughs> um, <laughs> second of all, I guess. Um, so like that didn't help, um, the offense, which has been, you know, on fire basically all season, just decided to not, mm-hmm. which I mean, that happens in the playoffs sometimes. Look at the Florida Panthers who basically right. scored well the entire season. And now yeah. they're like, we don't know how to do the goal thing. Um, <laughs> just a, a real bad confluence of, the goaltending coming back down to earth and also the offense coming back down to earth. And Morado gave them fits all season. And apparently they just continued to do that, which is extremely, extremely frustrating. Yeah. So I went and looked and Matt Valalta played the first game 
uh, got pulled after allowing seven goals because the first game, uh, if, if you missed it, if you ignored it, uh, the final score was 10 to 1. So not hot. Like, I think it was 8 to 1. And then yeah, I looked nope. and was like, no, it sure was. There's more. It sure was 10 1. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt Vlalta played most of that game. David Rennick came in, um, you know, obviously in a situation you didn't expect him to come in at uh, and did his best. But, you know, the team in front of him looked like garbage. Uh, Garrett Sparks played game number two and game number three. Uh, so he he finished out the really series. Don't understand. And, I mean, part of it was I like I just I they didn't really have any other options because, well, Villalta could have played game three. He was the backup technically, um, but Jacob Ingham had knee surgery, so he is done. Um, I'm sure they just didn't want to feed poor David Rennick to the Wolves again. Um, Lucas Perique was starting for his ECHL team in the playoffs, so they couldn't call him up. Um, they I mean, had they John, could. well, they could have, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and John Lethemon was like, is like the only other guy, and he backed up Sparks for game two. So it's like they didn't have better options, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like. Even if they had gotten perfect goaltending, it doesn't change the fact that they scored a total of two, three, four, five, six, seven goals in three games. And most of those came in game two. Yeah. Yeah, game two was really the only game of that series where I was like, man, this looks like the Ontario mm-hmm. Rain that I watched all season. Like yeah. the first the first game, just piss poor. Yeah. I don't know if we have to beat that, but just absolutely horrific effort from literally everyone. Yeah. And game three was not quite as bad, but basically as bad. Like, just, I don't, I don't get it. I watched, so I watched the the game and then I watched the highlights, Mm -hmm. like, re-familiarize myself. And then I watched the game in full again and I still don't understand how things went as wrong as they did this series. Like, they... Maybe they weren't good enough to beat the Eagles. They were good enough to win a game, mm-hmm. and maybe two. I don't. I don't understand how this this series did not go five games. Like, yeah, just hockey, man. <laughs> um, I looked, and the rain had thirteen power play opportunities and scored once. Yeah, so, there you go. That's another that's thing, a big one. <laughs> They, and this is something we talked about on the most recent Mini King Monday. Their power mm-hmm. play was the best. It was historically good mm-hmm. in, in the regular season. And then, yeah, just if you're gonna take, if you're gonna draw that many penalties, like, yeah. do something with it. Right. Um, I assume their penalty kill was equally as dire, but like, the power play is. Like yeah. that's that's where a lot of their success came from this season. You know, they scored yeah. a lot five on five, but the power play was the real like, you know, the real like the 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 gem in their cap. That's not a thing. The it feather. Is now. There you go. Um, <laughs> mixing <laughs> mixing my weird fantasy metaphors. Um, but you know, like if if your power play is such a big part of your success in the regular season. Mm-hmm then you're going to want to do that in the playoffs as well. And just, I think, yeah, just a weird, like hockey is a voodoo nonsense sport. You know, sometimes a goalie decides to turn into Dominic Hasek. Uh, Sometimes, (laughs) you know, um, 
Zach Hyman, for example, has like four goals through the first three games of the Calgary Edmonton series. Which, sure, why not? Like, <laughs> the, like, I love it. I hate it, but also, <laughs> why the heck not? You know, <laughs> hockey is weird. Playoff hockey is even weirder. Um, yeah. And I think just a, a you know, you, you'd like to think that they could have overcome two out of mm. those three falling apart. Yeah. But having all three, so the goaltending, Mm-hmm. The goal scoring and the special teams all being mm-hmm. bad, I think. Yeah, a recipe for this what would happen? Yeah, yeah. And we'll, uh, it was Colorado's yeah. a good team. Yeah, like and yeah, just hated it. Hated every second of all of these yeah. games that I watched. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the Reigns uh, playoff and coming up after this. But first, I believe you have some information to tell us about ways to, like, stuff your body full of nutrition. Uh, yeah. So if you, like me, are um, a gremlin person who exists basically on, you know, chicken nuggets and the occasional built Bar, then I have got a product for you. And I use this literally every day. Um, I started using Athletic Greens because, you know, like I said, I was basically eating exclusively chicken nuggets and drinking a lot of soda. And that's not good for your body. It's not good for your mind. I was super tired all the time. Like, my gut health was just real bad. I was getting sick a lot. And Athletic Greens fixes all of these problems uh, with just one early morning, easy-to-do thing. And uh, with one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right They support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, basically all of the things that you think that you might need to improve on. Athletic Greens will fix that for you. It is lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. It costs you less than $3 a day, so you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and are recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. There's no need for a bajillion different pills and supplements to look out for your health. It is, like I say, just one scoop in a cup of water. And to make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So looking looking back at the Reigns games, there was another thing that kind of stood out to me. It goes along with the, the special teams nonsense and how that was bad, is that you can't score when your best players are sitting in the box. Mm-hmm. And game two was particularly egregious for that. Um, Jared Anderson Dolan was in and out of the box. Martin Furk took a 10-minute misconduct penalty at the end of the first period, so he was out for half of the second period, gets out of the box and literally takes a penalty on, like, the next shift. Um, Third period, just kept seeing consecutive penalties from the rain, including TJ Tynan getting a 10-minute misconduct for continuing an altercation uh, about halfway through the period. So he was out for the entire rest of the third period and the beginning of overtime. So... 
especially those two guys, Ferk and Tynan, when they're your, your, they're your guys who you count on to make things happen. And they're sitting in the box. Same with the third period or the third game. Uh, Jared Anderson Dolan had a penalty. Uh, Martin Ferk took like a four minute penalty essentially for boarding and for roughing. Like, what, do, what are you going to do? Um, it, it was very interesting in a bad way. I feel like to see, like, usually teams didn't get under the rain skin that much in the regular season, but for whatever reason, and I've had some people that I've talked to about this series um, say, well, you know, Colorado played a little bit dirty and I'm like, well, maybe they did, but it's your responsibility as a team to like not stoop to that and not keep putting yourself in situations where they're going to be able to take advantage of, of you on the score sheet. Um, you know, a team playing dirty doesn't mean you fire back by also playing dirty. It means you score goals whenever they get called on stuff. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, like, we're going to talk about Worlds in a yeah. minute, but like, that's a thing I noticed a lot. Obviously, I watched uh, not a ton of the Kings prospects, specifically mm-hmm. in Worlds, but I did watch, obviously, my my guys, Team GB, and they took a lot of retaliatory, retaliatory mm-hmm. penalties. <laughs> Um, that's a word, sure, it's fine. Um, and, you know, so if someone, like, there's a dirty hit or someone cross-checks you and you don't like it, mm-hmm. like, and this is this is something that always reminds me of, like, Marion Hosa, you know? Mm-hmm. Someone did something to Marion Hosa, he didn't retaliate, he mm-hmm. laughed in their face and yeah. then watched them skate to the box, you know? Yeah. Like, that's... And I haven't looked at the, um... Let's pull it up now, actually. In terms of like the penalties, like mm-hmm. whether it was a bunch of like offsetting minors or whether it was, um, let's see, yeah, uh, roughing penalty, roughing penalty, mm-hmm. and a sportsman like, uh, and then I mean, you get like tripping, high sticking, tripping, tripping, right? What uh, happens? Like those ones are more, I think, like a, um, not lack of discipline, but like it's hard to lose your temper and trip someone right you know unless yeah. you're like duncan keith two hands swinging your stick at somebody's ankle right but right like, i'm more willing to forgive those kind of penalties mm-hmm. than i am you putting yourself in the box because you lost your temper right. and checked someone in the right. face you know yeah um, and i think the other thing as well obviously you don't want like martin Ferg sitting in the box for 10 minutes right. because he, he lost his temper but also the other thing killing penalties is a nightmare for momentum. Mm-hmm. You don't get, you know, your, your penalty killing lines are not the same as your regular lines. You have to kind of mix and match. And then if you're constantly in and out of the box, then you never get a chance to, mm-hmm. like, again, going back to, to that game, your top line, Jarrett Anderson Dolan, Martin Furk, and um, TJ Tynan. Mm-hmm. Anderson Dolan in the box. Anderson Dolan mm-hmm. in the box again for four minutes. There he's missing six minutes of the first period in this second game. Again, mm-hmm. Martin Burke missing for the first ten minutes of the second game of the second period. Excuse me. Immediately takes a tripping penalty. Yeah, missing in the first. So he missed what twelve minutes of the mm-hmm. second period essentially. TJ Tynan roughing penalty two minutes. Continuing altercation ten minutes. Again, that's twelve minutes of penalties. Yeah. What's he, what you can't score. guys back on the ice. Like, right. Yeah, especially, like, I, I feel like, you know, talking about the, like, you know, don't don't let yourself get goaded into 
playing the way the other team wants you. The Tynan penalty particularly was like, I was like, yes, you absolutely deserve this. Um, because he basically just like jumped into like seemingly unprovoked, just like launched himself at these Eagles players. And like clearly something had happened that hadn't gotten caught before. Um, and that sucks. Like, you know, you, every series you watch, every hockey game you watch, you can complain about officiating all you want. And, you know, especially in the AHL, maybe it isn't as great <laughs> as we would want it to be. But yeah, okay, a call got missed. You're mad. It stinks. The correct answer is like not to go throw yourself at people and be mad about it. Like the correct answer is to score goals. Yeah. Um, so like that, and I feel like the discipline hadn't been like just something about the Eagles got under their skin because I feel like we didn't see this kind of nonsense. You know, I would have expected that in the series against the Gulls, who they I play like 8,000 times yeah. a year. But yeah, something about the Eagles just, I don't mm -hmm. know, it, it seemed to really, really bother them. And it's so frustrating because like, you know, when we've, we've praised, especially TJ Titan, mm -hmm. we've praised him all year for being mm -hmm. a team guy. Obviously, he's just won league MVP, mm -hmm. you know. He is a guy that like, you know what, I'm just going to say it. He knows better. Yeah. He knows better. He has been yeah. around long enough to know how this works. Yeah. You know, like you can't lose your temper because that's how I don't, I feel like I've lost track of how many times I have watched a player mm -hmm. get called on the second slash or the second yeah. cross. You yeah. know, first one it gets missed mm -hmm. and then the ref calls the second one. And yeah. like, I don't know, how are you still surprised by this? This mm -hmm. happens literally every time. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. if there's a scuffle and it draws the ref's eye, just in time to see the second penalty. Right. You know? Yeah. And then, of course, you know, they get mad that the other guy didn't get penalized. Well, guess what? They didn't see him. They saw you. Yeah. <laughs> they saw and you like, do the that's, thing. And that's a legitimate grievance, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, and we can, I could talk for days about how the NHL, <laughs> and the AHL, and the IIHF officiating is mm -hmm. bad and needs to be mm -hmm. rehauled in basically every single way. But, like, you got to play the rule. you got to play the game the way the rules are said. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you it's don't like not, the rules, change them. Yeah, it's it's not like it, it's your problem. It's your fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're like, well, yeah, he deserved to go to the box as well. Well, tough. Right. Tough. Like right. I, I don't have a, a word that's not it's just so frustrating, especially I think it's it's more frustrating to watch the the rain did this mm -hmm. like i would have expected this from the kings yeah 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 because yeah. especially I'm, I'm, I'm like made it to seven games against the oilers but right. i would have expected this kind of complete breakdown nonsense from them i expected better from the rain they were a better yeah. team than this and yeah. they didn't and, and, lose but they yeah. kind of yeah they kind of hoisted they it. their own downfall in a way yeah yeah, and it, I mean, we'll, like you said, we'll talk about worlds in just a second, but it, you know, this does kind of tie in because one of the things that you see so much in these series where it's, you know, Canada versus, you know, Kazakhstan or something, what ends up happening? Kazakhstan takes a thousand penalties because they can't keep up. They're getting, you know, they're getting frustrated. They're taking the dumb, like, slashing penalties and everything, hooking penalties because they aren't as fast, you know. 
And so you expect that from a team that is, you know, the, a weaker team or that, it, you know, is going to have a problem keeping up. And that's not the rain. And that's, I think, what has made this the most frustrating. And I think that the, the other thing I wanted to touch on before we move to look at Worlds is, um, you know, part of, especially in game two, I think why things got a little out of hand was there was that uh, cross check in the second period against uh, Alex Tricot, which knocked him out of the game, would have knocked him out of the rest of the playoffs had the rain gone on. Uh, team confirmed he has a concussion and, you know, they are concerned about him. This is his second concussion this season. He's had them before. He's had other health issues that have held him back. And so, you know, you have to imagine the rain are were frustrated in that game and in the next game because of what had just happened to their teammate. Um, but again, <laughs> the right way. And, you know, obviously I, I certainly share that concern for Alex Tricot, who I feel like has just had a really raw deal in starting his, his pro career. Um, just nothing has really gone right for him. Um, but you know, the, the right way to like respect your teammate who just got knocked out of the game on a dirty hit that the player later gets suspended for isn't to lose your cool. It's to win the game. And the rain didn't do that. So Sports, man. Yeah, they were a mistake. <laughs> they were. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about uh, some other potential mistakes coming up next when we take a look at men's worlds uh, that are going on right now. But before we get to that, of course, Bet Online, our partners over there, continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. If you're watching the playoffs right now and you're, you know, waiting for Florida to finish the choke or waiting for Edmonton to like Connor McDavid to score like 14 more goals in his next game or something. If you're like into uh, any sorts of predictions like that, you can go to bet online where you can find all the latest odds, news and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, major league baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. I can't believe that like the football is close to happening again, but we really are. Bet online is of course your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online, it is where the game starts. We're going to close today with looking at men's worlds. Uh, we do have a couple of Kings prospects who are over there. Well, we have, well, they're not even prospects anymore. This is the, the this is not the, the no, children. They're adults now. This is the, this is the the full on adults. We have a few uh, associated Kings players uh, who are over there right now. Carl Grundstrom uh, went over for Sweden. T.J. Tynan went over for the United States, and uh, Christian Casastool, who has been uh, back and forth with the Rain and then with the ECHL, he is also over there with Norway. Uh, spoilers: uh, Norway hasn't really done anything, so he hasn't really done anything either. Um, but you know, good for him for getting to go play for Norway. Um, but I know you've been watching Worlds a little closer than I have um, for, for your boys who have accomplished also. Well, they've scored goals, which is plus. Um, uh, yeah. what, <laughs> what, what's six happening? Of them, in fact. Hey. Six goals. Actually, I think they scored seven goals in six games. But it's. I mean, that's more goals than I've scored. It's not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on over there in general? Um, Basically, the world is proceeding as you'd expect, uh, except Canada lost to both Switzerland and Denmark, which is hilarious. Um, they almost, the Americans also lost, uh, almost lost to someone embarrassing as well. Um, 
I want to say Austria, which is, again, extremely funny. Um, but in terms of King, King's players or King's prospects, or I don't know what TJ Tynan counts as. He's not really either of those guy. things. He's in King's organization. He's a guy. Carl um, Grundstrom has uh, a goal and an assist in the three games that he's played so far, which is pretty good. Uh, I, I hope he scored it by accident. Um, <laughs> I didn't look this up. I should have seen who he scored against because I bet it was Team GB because the Swedes scored a bunch <laughs> of goals in that game. Um, and TJ Tynan appears to be continuing on his usual trick of just scoring an assist every game, at least one. And he's got two assists in the two games he's played so far. Um, again, nothing like super groundbreaking from either of those guys, but I would expect, uh, hang on, let me pull up the standings for Worlds, because they had them open, but unfortunately, as you know, abs. Um, I believe Norway is probably not um, advancing, because Norway. Yeah, um, Norway. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, Sweden, I believe, is at the top of their group. Um, bum, bum, bum. And they've been historically pretty good at this. I feel like Sweden and Finland um, have always put together really strong teams for, for men's worlds. Um, it's always really funny whenever, you know, I mean, we always expect Team USA to blow it in some way or another. That's just yeah. their lot. Oh, in would life. you like to know something extremely hilarious? Yes, I love extremely um, hilarious. Would you like to know? So, okay, here we go. Group A for Worlds is uh, comprised of Italy, Kazakhstan, France, Slovakia, Canada, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland. Would you like to take a guess of what place Canada is finishing the group stages in? I mean, given the fact that you said it's really funny, I'm going to go with fourth. You are correct. That was um, absolutely a guess. I did not cheat. <laughs> I, I, actually think, I actually think they have one final game to play. Um, I don't know who it's against, but uh, Canada is losing. Well, they're fourth currently, and I think it's probably... Uh, unless they lose in regulation, Slovakia wins in regulation, they will be advancing to the, the next stage. But they are currently being beaten in the standings by Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland. Switzerland have gone a perfect 6-0 and so far in this tournament. Has, has Timo Meyer scored all their goals? Because I feel I like... I only assume so. He probably has. Um, I, should, I should look that up. But to, to drag back to... Um, <laughs> Back to their vague Kings uh, stuff. Uh, Sweden and the USA are currently uh, looking to advance. Um, Sweden is basically locked in to advance to the next, their second in Group B. USA is currently fourth, two points ahead of Latvia. Uh, so they have one more game. They could bottle it, but uh, I think it's probably pretty likely that both Tynan and Princeton will be making it to the next uh, stage. Norway is unlikely to, uh, uh, yeah, Norway is uh, officially, unofficially eliminated from being able to advance to the next stage. Um, they went five, one, and uh, nope, that's a lie. They went one, one, and four. Uh, <laughs> which is not, which is not nothing. Um, yeah. 
but they finished seventh in their group. So unfortunately, I believe this might be the end of the road for Christian Casasul um, and his international season. But uh, things are looking pretty good for Tynan and Grunstrom. I would expect Grunstrom to medal, mm-hmm. knock on wood. Um, I don't know that the Americans will make it past the knockout stages. I kind of yeah, hope they I don't. don't really I don't trust them. But, like they, um, every year they blow it, so I don't trust them anymore. <laughs> well, they're in a really strong group. It looks like they'll probably be facing Finland, who obviously are the reigning gold medal, yeah, gold medalists. Yeah, um, and then they will have to face one of Sweden or Czechia. Before. Yeah, those are, that's both bad. So, yeah. Um, as good as TJ Tynan is, I think the King's most likely hope for a medal at Worlds is actually Carl Grundstrom, which is extremely yeah. funny because yeah. as much as I like Carl Grundstrom, he's not who I think of when I think of no. like overwhelming success. Yes. Um, I do love that he did go to Worlds because he, I mean, out of anyone in the playoffs for the Kings, he was one of the guys who like, you know, caught my attention the most and actually was making things happen. And I think really, you know, this season he'd been kind of the odd man out, um, you know, healthy scratch a lot. Um, you know, I, I think he really showed during that playoff run that he deserves a spot on this team, especially with Dustin Brown, you know, retiring. Uh, someone needs to fill that, you know, human bowling ball role. And Carl Grunstrom does really good at it. So I'm, I'm glad he's he went to Worlds and is you know getting a chance to play some more and, yeah, hopefully take home a medal. Um, yeah. Again, yeah, it will also be really hilarious. Also, he's not who I think of when I think of Swedish Kings players who, you know, would go on. I'm very surprised that Adrian did not, did not make the, the trip oh, he's, over. Um, he's, you know, he's, hanging out on the beach, flipping his hair and getting yeah, tan. Yeah, which I mean, you can't blame him. Um, yeah. Although the weather in uh, Tampere is apparently very nice at the minute. Um, I think the other thing as well, just to, just to kind of tack on to the, the Carl Grundstrom of it all, in a way, I think, Drew Doughty missing from these playoffs and like missing the tail end of the season has really shown the Kings what they have yeah. in the cupboard that is not because like how do you how do you evaluate your decor without Drew Doughty? Mm-hmm. Is Drew Doughty out of it? Yeah. You know, and yeah, they lost, but I don't think anyone was expecting mm-hmm. them to take it to seven. Right. Um, it was the Oilers that forced Game Seven, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. were up three-two, and then the yeah. Oilers made it three-three, and then obviously they won yeah. in the in the the, yeah. the Game Seven. But like, if you told me that the Kings would mm-hmm. be up three-two in the series against right. against the Edmonton Oilers, you know, so I think like overall, and uh, you know, this is something that we've talked about a little bit on the mm-hmm. show before. Is overall, this has kind of been an overwhelming success yeah. of a season for the Kings. Yeah. Like they are ahead of schedule mm-hmm. in their, their quote unquote rebuild. But, like, the defense core, I think, I was especially impressed with because, you know, my personal feelings about Drew Doughty aside, how do you fill a role like Drew Doughty? Like, you know, he plays a bajillion minutes. Mm -hmm. He's still a fairly um, competent puck-moving defenseman, so it's not like you can put some defensive stay-at-home guy there and expect the same results. So you kind of have to figure out what you've got and you know yeah. between Grunstrom, Sean Dursey, uh, Mikey Anderson is still I don't know if Mikey Anderson's actually very young or if he just has kind of that baby face. He's pretty but, young. He's um, yeah, he's still like early 20s I think. So yeah. he's um, yeah. and you know even guys like Jordan Spence I think mm-hmm. they really kind of trial by fire and I think they, yeah. they obviously they didn't get the result they wanted but I think they made a pretty good showing uh, yeah. of you know the the Conor McDavid mm-hmm. of it all. 
Yeah. I mean, especially considering right now what um, what Edmonton is doing to the Flames, mm-hmm. who everyone thought was going to just, you know, everyone was like, oh, the flame, Flames, Flames have this one. Um, Edmonton has won after like a ridiculous first game where no one decided to play defense or goaltend. Um, Edmonton's won games two and three. Um, you know, they Edmonton looks great. Like I don't, I can't feel bad at all about you know the Kings losing because Edmonton, like, hate to say anything nice about them, but they actually look really good right now. Yeah. So I also think you know. I don't know if this is still the case. Um, and I hate that this is the case, but last time I checked, uh, Mike Smith was the best goalie in the playoffs yeah. in terms of like goals saved, uh, above expected, like, yeah. which bonkers. Yeah. What, what timeline a, are we living in? Right. He has a 933 save percentage. Mike Smith. He's who allowed this? How did this happen? <laughs> like, literally, he's up there with like Vasilevsky. Mm, yeah. Um, and God, somehow, somehow Auntie Ranta has like also, I mean. Okay, listen, Auntie Ranta is. I mean, I love him, but. <laughs> and I'm so glad. Like, I hate that Freddie Anson is injured. I love that. He's getting a chance to show the world that actually he is a good goalie if he can yeah. stay healthy for longer than yeah. five minutes. Um, aside, like putting aside the fact that and this is, you know, we've we've got off the rails. We lasted okay. thirty three minutes, That's but fine. we've gone off the rails now. Yeah. Um, if it was not for the fact that Connor McDavid was scoring at a mm-hmm. historic point pace, yeah. like, are we ready to live in a world with Con Smythe winner Mike Smith? Oh like, no. No, I hate it. Um, yeah. no. Luckily, Conor McDavid's going to finish the playoffs with like 56 points. Right, uh, yeah. He, he Right now, he has 23 points in six in 10 games. Yeah. The year Sidney Crosby won the Conn Smythe, which I want to say was 2016, he had 20 points in <laughs> All 19 of games yeah. or something. Meanwhile, Conor McDavid is like yeah. best player in the world. Best right. player in the world. It feels like a situation where if Edmonton were to go to the Stanley Cup final, even if they lose, it feels like the rare case where the it's, losing team could it's be. It's going to be the wrong next day of it all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't feel bad. Um, because I, mean, I can I mean, and I will. But well, yeah. Yeah. Watching them like, dismantle the flames has made me feel a little better about yeah. the Kings losing in seven. Yeah. So, cool. um i think i think that covers it we've talked about the rain making us sad we've talked about alex tricot being hurt making us sad (laughs) we've talked about worlds existing they don't make us sad yet um and i think we're good so that's been it for today if you uh want to hear more uh from jay or just hang out on the internet where can folks find you uh if you can hear me over the noises that my dog is making um you can find me at underscore Jacob Foster on Twitter, uh, where you can see pictures of said dog when he's being cute and not yelling at me. Um, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right down here, bottom of the screen. Uh, you can also, I can't in good conscience recommend paying attention to the Columbus Blue Jackets, but if you'd like to, Locked on Blue Jackets is uh, free and available everywhere you can get Locked on Kings, including YouTube. And uh, I think that's about it. I'm going to go kill the dog. I'm not going to kill the dog. For legal purposes, that was a joke. (laughs) You're going to smother him with hugs.
<laughs> you can, of course, find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. The show's on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Uh, also available wherever you get your podcasts and on the YouTube. Uh, like I've said before, we're going to have some off-season content coming up, including some tributes to Dustin Brown. So keep an eye out for how you can participate in that. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.